Welcome to The Skinny, where we get down to the nitty-gritty of style, fashion, beauty, and living an empowered life. I'm your host, Shazan, a fashion and beauty expert in the industry for 20-plus years, a wife, mom of two, and I'm here to help you become your most beautiful and confident self from the inside out on a savvy budget. Happy New Year is right around the corner days away we're counting down and we're talking about the gift of a fresh start a key to doing it better for the new year so here we go new year's day is like definitely fresh start new chapter in life waiting to be written new questions to ask and to embrace and to love and answers to be discovered and then lived in this transformative year of delight and self-discovery. This is a quote from Sarah Brethnot. And I, I think it's great because so many times when you think about it's the new year, some people are really, really excited. And then some people, they kind of like pause and then look at the things that they feel like they didn't accomplish in the year before they get stuck. But I choose to look at it as a gift of a new start. And not only is it a gift that comes around once a year, but when you think of it this way, like every day really is a gift of a new start. So I hope that everyone had a wonderful holiday weekend. And I hope that you felt and looked gorgeous doing it too, especially if you listened to the last podcast with all those amazing tips. So Christmas dinner for me is always at home and I have like family and friends that fly in for the holidays. And so I do a lot of cooking and baking. And then we have like tons of good food and fun catching up and being silly. So that's what went down. And then we eat loads of dessert and uh, fall asleep on the sofa. And then pretty much we go into like a coma with the Christmas food until all the leftovers run away, run out. So that's pretty much a cap of my annual routine and what went down. So in addition to that, it really is that time of year. And most of us, if not all, at some point or another right now, is pulling out that mental list of things that we want to jot down that we can accomplish for the new year. Today on the show... We're going to talk about the top five New Year resolutions, the alternate option and positive approach to a New Year's resolution, and of course, quick tips on how to keep yours and how to look great doing it. So let me break down the definition though, because I got into this and I wanted to really take a look at it. When you think of New Year's resolution, here's what a resolution is. So it's the action of solving a problem, a dispute, or contentious matter, and a firm decision to do or not to do something. So when you hear that, you're thinking of the resolution as something to fix something that's bad. So sometimes it's like this idea of resolution can be perceived as something that is put in place to kind of rectify a problem or something in our lives that we want to change. We think that it's bad or review in a negative th- in a negative way like something to improve or fix and 
huh. I wonder, like, is that the way to start a new year? I, I would think that if you're going to start something new, if you have like this new canvas or a clean slate, that you want to do it in more of a positive approach. So instead of like sitting down and pondering over all of the things that we failed at or, you know, the different things that in that under that negative light that we're not doing well, like a new year should be about good things, like happy things, like reflecting on the positive about us, the positive that is in our lives and all the great things and characteristics and habits that we have, and then highlighting that. But that's just my idea and perspective on it. So here are like the top five New Year's resolutions that typically come around every year. So number one is like stay fit and healthy. Number two, lose weight. Number three, enjoy life to the fullest, which by the way, was like the number one resolution for 2016. It had nothing to do with money, which usually comes to the top. But um, yeah, living life, enjoying life to the fullest was actually number one. And then spend less, save more. And number five, spend more time with family. So let me tell you. I've definitely done the New Year's resolutions over and over and over again. And this popping up at the front of staying fit and healthy or losing weight, for me, it was for so many years um, trying to gain weight. And I have this story that I thought of during the week and I was like, oh my God, I don't even remember if I ever told anybody this story, but here we go with my New Year's resolution. So I was living in Florida at that time and you know, again, little backstory of me. It's like growing up, very thin. Um, skinny was, hey, hence the name of the show, The Skinny. Um, skinny was just something that I heard all the time. So when you're hearing that sometimes, let me just tell you, no, it just never came across as a positive type of description or thing I wanted to hear all the time. So every year, my New Year's resolution was gaining weight. And I tried everything. Some people are like, if you eat and go to sleep right away, then the food won't, you know, be burnt off right away. And then you'll gain weight. Tried that, didn't work. Then there was this one particular year as I got older. And um, <laughs> so at the, like, uh, the, what is it? I don't necessarily want to say the name of any of these um, places, but where you go and get all your healthy shakes and your weight loss thing or your weight gain thing. So I went in and got this huge, jar of weight gain powder. And I decided I'm going to get into the gym and I'm going to do this weight gain powder and I'm going to drink these shakes like three times a day because it's supposed to give you all of these calories and all of this stuff. So here we go my first morning and I make my shake exactly as they told me to. And you're supposed to, you know, drink it, whatever, before you start working out. So I did that and I get in my car and I'm driving to the gym and I'm like drinking down this shake. And I am telling you right now, this was also <laughs> the discovery that I was lactose intolerant. So 
needless to say, like I'm on the way to gym and I'm thinking this is going to make me feel so energized and I'm going to be like, you know, pumped and I'm going to get in there and what, you know, this false idea that when I leave the gym, I'm actually going to come out seeing results with these muscles that are just going to like automatically, (laughs) automatically appear. Well, needless to say on the way to the gym, my body started feeling a whole different way. And it had nothing to do with feeling pumped up about muscles or anything or energy for that matter. So I start sweating bullets on the way to the gym. And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening to me? I don't feel good. I'm like, I'm hot. I'm wondering, is it anxiety? Whatever, whatever. Nope. Shazan is lactose intolerant. (laughs) I had to turn around and go home. And that was that I tried it one more day. Same thing happened. So there went my whole thing because I had just prepped myself and thinking that this is the solution. Like I have found the ticket to gaining weight and thinking that that was going to be it in this jar. Nope. Didn't work. So, um, that turned out to be quite an interesting year. And no, I did not gain any weight that year because, you know, like I said, I had tried everything else and it didn't work. So there, there goes my lactose intolerance story. Um, But so that went wrong. But some people like see the resolutions with this thing is like a setup for failure. So they don't even bother setting these goals. And we hear it all the time that usually by February, the list is like out the window for most people. And so I thought because I like to look at things from a positive point of view. This year, the alternate option for a resolution, I think, is setting intentions. And there's a psychotherapist, John Sovic, that's in um, California. And his whole thing on intentions versus resolutions or goals is an intention actually is bringing your attention to a quality that you wish to manifest in your life. And that change is like, it changes the daily quality of your life versus goals and resolutions typically only focus on the achievement. So if you don't achieve this thing that you have written on a list, then you tend to believe that you failed. Whereas if you have an intention of changing the quality of your life, this is something that is a process. So it's like a different approach and outlook. And like I said, a positive point of view and take advantage of the gift of a new start. And I think that is just so much better. It's more forgiving of yourself and it's more set up for success instead of a setup for failure. So again, key to doing it better for the new year than the year before is knowing that this is the gift of a new start. And also this gift just doesn't come around once a year. It's actually a gift we get every single day. So I did some research because I want to tell you guys good stuff that you can take away. So here are a few great tips for making this successful list, if you want to call it a resolution, or if you want to call it a list of intentions, but it's more of a successful approach to doing it and you're setting yourself up again for success. So number one is you want to be realistic with your expectations of yourself. You know yourself. So going turkey on some of these things is just not realistic. If you're like, okay, this year I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop smoking. That's usually one of the things on the list too. 
and you figure, I write this list right now, I'm done. And you haven't actually thought it through. For some people, there are great stories where it actually worked. But if that's something that you know isn't realistic for you, then that's probably not something you want to have set in that way. It's something that you want to give yourself a couple of practical and realistic mini goals if you want to cut it down, you know, or whatever. I want to stop eating meat altogether or whatever it may be. But sometimes, you know, if going turkey is going to fit your personality (laughs) or not. So just be realistic. Another one is sometimes you're better off just picking one, one thing to work on for the whole year. You know, if that's something that's really important for you, your list doesn't have to have multiple things or your changes and all this thing has to be like, oh, I need to make this list of five or 10 things that I want to have done by the, no, if it's just one, sometimes one is better. And then again, like I was saying before, start with small steps that you can achieve towards the big goal. So if you want to adjust your (laughs) timing, if you're someone that's late all the time and you always end up being 15 minutes late, then you kind of want to give yourself 15 minutes more on the top end. (laughs) But if it's something where, okay, I want to get there on the dot, or I want to get there, you know, 10 minutes early, I want to give myself more, but break it down into realistic things that will work for you. Like give yourself small steps. Okay. Well, this time I was only five minutes instead of 15, you know, so actually don't set these hard steps that you know are just going to deter you again, based on the fact that you know yourself and you know what will work. Don't set yourself up for failure. So start with small steps and remember that change is a process. It actually takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. They've done research and it's just proven that sometimes I think it's 21 days to create a habit or to change a habit. And, um, don't mark me on those. I think it's 21 or 31 days to create a habit. So if you want to start something new, give yourself the time, be realistic through this whole thing. And last but not least, don't let the stumbles bring you down and make you think that you're failing. So if it's not going well, know that there's always tomorrow. Again, a gift of a new start. It's not just once a year, but This is something that we have this gift every single day that's given to us that we wake up and breathe to see a new day. So the key to doing it better for the new year is, here we go, be realistic with your expectations. Sometimes you're better off just picking one. Start with the small steps that you can achieve towards the big ones, big goals. Remember, change is a process and don't let the stumbles bring you down or make you think that you're failing. So I have an ax she's on. (laughs) Here we go. Sometimes when I see these, I'm like, "Mm, okay, what do we want to know? But this was really good. All right. Hi, she's on. How do you stick to your goals? Do you ever feel like quitting? That's really good. Okay. Uh, That gets a yes. And oh, yes, there most certainly are those days And times when I do feel like throwing in the towel, especially 
in the department of the goals that you have set and um, career goals and different things that you're going after in life. Sometimes it really does get challenging, um, you know, and you just don't feel so motivated every day. So most certainly, but I don't quit. I'm not a quitter, even though I get hard on myself and I, I do feel like that challenge of, oh, am I making the right decision? Is this da 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 da? I think everybody who goes through, whether you see them making it um, or they have made it, you know, you, you definitely have those days. And I know most certainly I do. So, yes, I do feel like quitting sometimes, but thank God till today's date, I have not quit yet. <laughs> and I've also come, I want to share this though, but I've also come to realize as I've gotten older, the power in self-compassion. And that's one of the things that I wanted to tell you guys about today too, that it's so important, like actually taking the time to understand ourselves, it leads us to happy and more fulfilling lives, like being realistic with ourselves. And it allows us to be more forgiving of ourselves and allows us to become more of our own cheerleaders. Because a lot of times, we don't give ourselves that acknowledgement or, and I know that a lot of times that I don't, most times it's um, very challenging for me to kind of stop and think about the accomplishments along the way, because you're just, you know, you tend to think ahead. So sometimes I do have to slow down and allow myself to allow and give myself permission to kind of take note. And that's something that I would encourage you to do too, is to, Take the time to look at yourself and the accomplishments you've made to this point and be your own cheerleader, not always just needing it from the outside or from other people. And celebrate, celebrate, celebrate all the little steps. And before you know it, when you look back, those little steps have actually added up to really huge steps. And you'll be just like surprised and so happy about how awesome you're doing. So that helps just in life. Um, with accomplishing goals and sticking to the goals. And then it also helps right now with the new year. And, you know, I, I choose to look at it as a gift, you know, the gift of a new start every day, every year. And it just keeps us moving instead of making us feel like we're running out of time or that we're failing. And I will never leave you without giving you tips to look fab and chicified for the new year. So these are somewhat challenges because these that I chose, I was like, hmm, this has, I can definitely relate. They're so small. They're like little, little things to do. But when we get into our routine and we also think about like just how stuck we are sometimes in, in things that we have as habits or we don't even think about. I thought these challenges would be really great for me to challenge you and for you to dare yourself. And they're small things, but they can make you look fab for the new year. So number one, new lip color, whether it's a lipstick or a lip gloss. This is so challenging for women to give up. <laughs> we're like, we're definitely like we have our choice. And I have been challenging myself. Like some things it's like, oh my God, that would never look good on me. Or that's just not a color that I would do. Remember that all these colors have different undertones. So don't exclude, don't exclude yourself. Um, 
from trying. And when you try it on, it costs absolutely nothing. And if you don't like it, this is like the quickest fix ever. You just wipe it off and move on. So a new lip color. Here is the other one that people find so hard to do. If you change the location of your hair part, the part in your hair, if you always wear it in the middle, then try it on the side. It well, you'll be surprised at how much it changes up your look. Or if you always do it on the side, try it in the middle and dare yourself. It's something where you're like, no, I'm not doing that. No, dare yourself. Just try it. And even if you try it in your own dressing room or your bathroom or whatever it is, just try, try it for the new year. And um, if you usually do it curly, then try it straight. It makes such a big difference. Or if it's straight, then do it curly. There's so many different ways that you can um, play around with it. But it will give you that new and refreshing look for the new year. And it's simple. All right. This is another thing that I wanted to tell you that's in for the new year. So large handbags is something that a lot of women or moms usually have. And so for maybe the past year or two, we've gone to smaller bags. So like more structured type handbags have really been in. But here's a challenge for this one. If you're accustomed to having your handbag be a certain way, do the alternative. So try a new style of a handbag because handbags are like a staple that we have that goes with any look and it sometimes become our signature. So if we're typically always having like a huge bag, more than likely everybody around you knows you for having a huge bag. So change it up. Like if it's something that's huge, then go with something that's structured or small, or if you don't usually pay attention to your handbag anyway, or you may not carry one, um, add this to the list. This is something that's fun to do and it can totally change up your look. So uh, side note, if you've been doing the smaller structured bags, the big, huge bags are coming back, which I'm really happy about. Not really good for your back, but it's good. <laughs> it's good for, for the looks and if you're a mommy for having everything that you need in one bag. So there it is. Do the opposite of whatever it is that you typically do. But that's a great staple, your handbag. And here's a tip for moms on the go, because I had a few moms that were like, what can I do with my outfit? A fitted blazer is a great go-to to spruce up any look. And that goes for if you're a mommy or not. So when you're on the go and you may have just like, you know, a dress on or you have some jeans and a t-shirt on, that is something that if you keep it in your car um, with you, if you know that you have different things you have to do throughout the day, that definitely takes every look to another level, whether it stops, you know, if it's something a little bit more longer, if it's short, shorter above your waist, my Jamaican accent just came out. <laughs> I, had to catch, I had to catch that one. If it's above the waist, um, if it's, you know, kind of like a mid hip, depending on where it is, if it is something that's structured and fitted, it will take it over the top. Trust me. That's like a really quick fix. And you can, again, keep it in the car with you. Last is heels. You heard me for all those people that are like, no, I don't like wearing heels. I can't walk in heels. Well, guess what? Many of us shy away from heels for one reason or another. And if your reason is I can't balance in it, I can't walk into it. Well, chunky heels are in and they will be in for quite some time. 
What does it do? It's a huge plus. It elongates our legs. It makes us look a little bit dressier. It dresses up any look, whether it's chunky or skinny heel. And chunky heels are more comfortable and a lot more practical, especially if you're on the go. And so those are two really great fixes that you can have. And depending on your personality, that can become your statement, whether it's your blazer, your heels, or your handbags. If you want it to be more funky, that's the outlet and the quick fix. Not anything that's expensive and completely doable. So remember, dare yourself, because I'm challenging you. New lip color, change your part, new bag, add a blazer, get some chunky, funky heels. And that will be great for the new year. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Remember, have a wonderful new year and view this as the gift of a fresh start and set intentions instead of resolutions. Set yourself up for success, not failure. And As always, you deserve and have the right to live a beautiful and empowered life. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to The Skinny with me, Shazan. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Bye.